Hannah. And I'm Colleen. And this is your friendly neighborhood podcast about living in Iraq. Where we both lived for combined 11 years. That's right. So we know all the things. Except for the things we bring in the guests for. So today, our topic is animals. Yay, animals. I know. It's your favorite, isn't it? I don't hate animals. I actually quite enjoy animals. I just never had a very positive experience with animals in Iraq. And thinking about it kind of makes me sad. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't say any of our experiences with animals in Iraq were stellar. No. (laughs) All the stories we've talked about in preparation for this have a little bit of a dark side. Yeah, so if you're looking for a cheerful podcast about puppies and kittens, this ain't it. (laughs) No. We won't get into too much of the nitty-gritty. Just, all right, here's my beef. We're going to put it on the table right in the beginning. Mm -hmm. The most popular pet in the Middle East, in Kurdistan, is birds. Every shopkeeper has birds. Every little house has birds. There are a lot of little, little songbirds. Right. And I feel like the cruelest animal to keep as a pet, like, it's cruel to keep birds as a pet because they're meant to fly and be free. Like, they're symbolic. There's a whole song about it that people request at concerts. (laughs) You know, free bird. Uh Play free bird! You should not keep them in a cage in your house. Uh That's all I'm saying. I know there are people who are like, oh, I love my parrots. Uh, Yeah, you're wrong. Oh! (laughs) We're just going to throw it down right here. Okay. Um, But you personally experienced some caged birds? Yeah. Someone forced me to have birds because they were trying to raise canaries for profit. And they were like, oh, I'll get all my friends. We'll get to have canaries as pets for free. And then they'll just give me the babies. I didn't want them. And they gave them to me anyways. And we're like, we'll give you the food and everything. You just have to take care of them. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt terrible for the birds because they had to be in our cold, dark house all the time. Mm -hmm. And they made a huge mess. Huge mess. And they laid eggs, but I never got any baby birds out of it. Like, they would always end up eating the eggs, which... I googled and it's like, oh, they have a calcium deficiency and that's why. And I was like, how do I give them calcium? I didn't know any enough about birds to be in charge of keeping them alive. Yeah. So I actually ended up leaving Iraq so that I didn't have to keep the birds. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's true. That's a bit of a stretch. But I did leave Iraq for a little while and was able to get rid of the birds. There you go. It's strange that your birds were gifted to you. Mm. I also was given birds. Mm-hmm. Not songbirds. Mine were chicks. Um, I made the mistake of, <laughs> yeah, uh, complimenting someone's baby uh-huh. chicks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, saying that they were really cute. And uh, as you know, if you compliment somebody on something, they will give them to you. I think this, uh, my neighbor, the, the housewife who gave them to me was also quite excited to get rid of them. <laughs> um, yep. But I actually really enjoyed them. I kept them on my roof. They grew up. Of the four, two were roosters and two were hens. And they would, like, run to greet me when I came out. And they'd fly up and sit on my shoulder and, like, snuggle. And But they weren't, like in cages. No, they were completely free. 
Uh, in fact, they occasionally flew slash fell off of the balcony. <laughs> and Oops. I just remember one day one of my downstairs neighbors knocked on our door and he was holding this rooster who was very easy to catch, mm-hmm. mind you. But he said that it had come down at some point and kept trying to fly up and land on the hand railing to mm-hmm. go up the stairs to our level uh-huh. and like sliding down, down the, the hand rail. railing and falling off and then he would fly up <laughs> and slide down the railing Not and a very fall smart off. Anyway, I also ended up needing to pass, pass them, them along did as you much get as I loved from them. them? Uh, eventually I did get eggs from one of the hens. Um, but my neighbors did not appreciate the roosters, and so in efforts to be at peace with my neighbors, I farmed them out to various and sundry. Um, did you, like, really give them to a nice family to raise, or did is the farming hens, them out code for, like... The hens went to a nice family where eventually I got eggs um, through them, and the roosters went to... The guards at our school, who kept lots of roosters and hens and regularly had eggs and chicks and... Lunch. Lunch. Mm -hmm. I imagine, actually, that the rooster, one of the roosters at least, was kept because he was very beautiful. He was a very beautiful rooster. And that's important. He would have done a good job producing many beautiful Mm -hmm. hen and rooster children. We had neighbors that had chickens... And they would occasionally give us eggs. I don't feel like the chickens lasted very long because they lived in an empty lot. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they were either stolen or run over by cars. I mean, a lot of the chickens in Iraq are kind of free-range in the sense of city free-range. They're trash chickens. Trash chickens. (laughs) Which means they're probably not very delicious. Probably not. Most of them are kept for eggs Mm. or for entertainment. Sure. Like, not not fighting, but the kids got chicks somewhere along Mm -hmm. the way, and now there are chickens that float around the neighborhood. Yeah. We had another neighbor that had a large black... It wasn't a crow, but it kind of looked like a crow or a raven. It had, like, white on its wing, though. Hmm. And I looked it up, and I think maybe it was a magpie. Okay. Not 100% sure. I came home from school one day, and there was this large black bird sitting on my gate. And I was like, I've never seen that bird before. Weird. (laughs) And I just, like, went in my house. And then I looked back out, because our kitchen faced the gate. And so, you know, when I was, like, cooking dinner, hours later, I looked back out there, and the bird was still there. And I was like, this is not normal. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, I went out and, like, shooed it away. Like, go away, bird. And it flew off. And then I got up the next morning, and it was back. (laughs) On your gate? On my gate. That's super creepy. It was super creepy. And I was like, I'm being stalked by this bird. And, like, it's freaking me out a little bit that this bird is, like, always at my house. I found out much later Mm -hmm. that was one of the neighbor's like their cousin or something had brought them this bird or brought the bird with them and they were letting it like out to fly around because it would always come back home and I was like no creepy large black bird 
hanging out at my house. And it was when I had the little canaries, and so Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, does he want to eat my canaries? Should I let my canaries out and let him eat the canaries? (laughs) Oh. I didn't really think that. I thought it a little bit. But I was like, (laughs) is he coming after my bird? Like, what is this bird doing? It just liked your gate. I guess so. It was a nice place to perch. I, I guess. My mom let me watch the movie The Birds when I was a kid. Have you ever seen that movie? No. What is this movie? Uh, it's about birds that, like, attack this town. Oh. Like, this town that gets, like, completely so overrun with birds. Yeah. It's kind of like your dream about the ants the other night. Yeah. Except birds Except flying birds. at your head. And I've never, like, been afraid of birds, but I've always been a little bit like, please don't fly at my head. And to have one stalk me made me feel like I was at the beginning of that movie when the birds just kind of slowly start showing up. Uh, Freaked me out a little bit. But birds aren't the only pets in Iraq. No. Towards the end of my time, people started having, like, small, fluffy dogs. Yeah. I've seen more... My students have pictures of those now than they did when Mm -hmm. I lived there. But yeah, the little white curly-haired... I don't know. Freeze, I think, is maybe Maybe. what they are. Yeah. I had one that had a dog that was kind of more like a mop. And I remember going to visit her house for the first time. And, like, the dog running up to me and barking at me and jumping on me and me just being like, you have a dog. She was the first person I'd ever met in Iraq, aside from, like, some westernized people who had a dog. Yeah. Just like, and she was As like, a pet. Right. She was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Do you hate dogs? I know most people don't like, here, don't like dogs. Do you want me to put it away? And I was like, no, I actually really like dogs. Yeah. And we ended up having a good time. Because but, most of the people who own dogs that I knew, they were guard dogs or hunting sure. dogs mm-hmm. or like they were not pets. Wor- right. They were working dogs to some extent. Yeah. And they were kept tied up or kenneled or like in a separate part of the house than the living area Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and they were not nice because most middle eastern people consider dogs to be really dirty some would even say evil but i think for the most part it's just that they're like a dirty animal as opposed to a bird well and in some ways outside of people's homes they are dirty they are dirty they're the wild packs of dogs that you know, we'll mostly leave you alone if you leave them alone. Mm-hmm. It's the same way we kind of view rats. Right. You know, like, right. they're dirty and kind of gross. Right. And why would you put one in your house on purpose? Yeah. Well, now we've offended bird owners and rat owners. So, <laughs> they, yeah. good work, us. Yeah. Well, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple people who had, like, huskies. Mm. Which I thought was just kind of, like, mean. Because... <laughs> They're snow dogs, and you keep them pinned up in your house because it's too hot for them to be outside, and I just always felt sad for those dogs. Yeah, they've got a lot of fur, and it's super hot in the summer. Mm -hmm. But dogs, we didn't see dogs as commonly as we saw cats. I feel like I saw cats all the time. But never as pets. No. Well, okay, with one exception. No, never (laughs) as pets. They're all wild. Yeah, they're just stray cats. Stray cats. Trash cats. Snarly. Gross. Gross. I was a little bit more afraid of cats than I was of any of the dogs that I ever saw. Yeah. Because the cats were a little 
more territorial maybe well and they would also like come onto your house like the dogs stayed kind of in the open spaces Mm -hmm. and the fields and the empty lots whereas cats like would wander around on your patio or -hmm. your roof and like i mean if you've listened to i think our very first episode about houses like we had cats that fell into our house and then came into our house to get the kittens out and they just were a lot closer (laughs) yeah and i had the roommate that went up on the roof to battle the cats have i told that story yet i don't know uh we had cats that lived on our roof roof in our beal like in the storage like shed thing that was up there and they didn't really bother me even though i lived like right underneath them i would hear them but i was just kind of like meh there are cats but apparently one of my roommates really hated them because she would like hang out on the roof and the cats would always like hiss at her and stuff Ah. and so she went up one day with (laughs) rain boots rubber gloves with a long sleeve shirt tucked in her pants tucked into her rain boots uh a broom and a mop and was like i'm gonna go fight the cats and just like went up there (laughs) and it was really hilarious to listen to her rebuke the cats Mm -hmm. in, in you know in the lord's name rebuke them and get them off of the roof because she wanted to be up there and uh and i think she won i think she won the cat battle Won the cat battle good for her um i had another roommate that used to walk to a pizza restaurant which was kind of like we'd walk up kind of a back alley and it was right there and we would get pizza and either like bring it home or we'd eat it there because it was super close to our house Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they knew us and it was very family friendly like it wasn't just like men hang out here it was called pizza hot (laughs) nice and it was good it was good and it was cheap anyway we used to go up there and get pizza when like on a weekend if it was if we were too tired she really hated cats too and we were coming back and we had a couple boxes of pizza i think we're having people over walking back down the street and i guess out of the corner of her eye she saw something move towards her and she just like jumped three feet in the air and screamed bloody murder and i was like what what is going on what is happening and like the kurdish teenage boys that were at the other end of the alley kind of like turned and looked at us and like looked like (laughs) they wanted to help us but they weren't sure if they should help us or what help you needed what help we needed and she was like there was a cat there was a cat it ran right at me there it is and i looked down and it was just like a black plastic bag and i was like honey it's a bag it's not a cat and (laughs) she was super embarrassed and i laughed for a really long time about it it's good to get your adrenaline pumping every now and then it's true and if the thing that scared her in this dark alley was just a plastic bag she thought was a cat i was like all right we live in a pretty safe neighborhood yeah it was it was pretty humorous that's awesome there are a few other places we ran into animals um in iraq the zoo Mm, i never went to the zoo i knew it would make me sad yeah it's certainly not a high quality zoo right um most of the animals they had there were also birds mm-hmm. of various and sundry types. 
kind of a sad place in general um, for a while. I never saw them, but theoretically they had camels for a while. Hmm. They all froze to death one winter. <gasps> oh, no. So when people ask about, you know, life in the Middle East and, you know, did you live with camels? No. We lived in a part of the Middle East where it got cold enough in the winter. Too cold for camels. Where, you know, camels couldn't live. My favorite zoo story, though, again, also not one I saw. I did not see this creature, but it was all over in the news for a bit, was uh, when they got a zebra. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was checked out by some people from the veterinary institute at the university and everything. And then it came out that it was not actually a zebra. It was a painted donkey. (laughs) I mean... And I was like, I want to know who painted that donkey well enough to, like, fool that. That would have to be a serious paint job. Yeah, it was... It. Mm. I kind of felt bad for whoever, you know... Okayed it, rubber okayed stamped it. it, rubber stamped that one. Because, Yikes. you know, they were the laughing stock of the entire city Yikes. for weeks. And mm-hmm. um, probably never live it down. Probably not. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I saw quite a few donkeys. Um, most of the shepherds that I saw would ride a donkey, mm-hmm. and they'd have a sheepdog. So, I mean, there's lots of sheep and goats. Those are super right. common. Right. Uh, we actually had a road in um, in Suli that I don't know what its real name was, but we called it Donkey Road um, because there was a donkey that lived lived on it there was always a donkey on that road i don't know who it belonged to where it came from it was just always there it actually wasn't there the last few years i lived there the name stuck yeah in fact i think pretty much the whole expat community called it donkey Donkey road nice uh i had a couple students that had horses too really yeah i've which i thought was interesting um and they're they didn't have like fancy schmancy quarter horses they had kind of a little bit smaller palomino i don't think he actually had a palomino but like the more mustang sized horses Mm -hmm. that are a little more rugged and wild looking Mm -hmm. um and i think horses are kind of a big deal in kurdish culture yeah i didn't encounter a lot of people that had horses no i was mostly it was the same you know, like shepherds and stuff that you'd mm-hmm. see on a horse yeah. or a, you know, or a donkey. Yeah. Or if you went out into some of the villages, you'd, mm-hmm. you know, run across yeah. a horse. I think this family hunted on horseback. Mm-hmm. And hunting's a big deal. Mm-hmm. What did the family that you knew hunt? I asked and he said mostly birds. And from what I could understand, huh. like whale-like birds interesting the people i knew that hunted mostly hunted wild boar which i remember finding surprising because i was like wait what you have wild boar here but there are uh growing numbers of like preservation societies and Mm -hmm. stuff in the kurdistan region there's a persian leopard that's really beautiful and Mm -hmm. cool and some different kinds of mountain goat Mm -hmm. mountain antelope type yeah animals yeah um along with wild boar Mm -hmm. all out there in the the wilds of the mountains right 
I feel like there are some interesting ideas about animals as well. I mean, we talked about how dogs are considered unclean, and cats to some extent are considered unclean as well. Yeah, and they are I, kind of all of them. Right. They are kind of gross. I found it really interesting that as much as they love birds, there's a deep prejudice against owls. Huh. Like, I had a student tell me her mother would never allow her to have anything. Because, you know, for a while, like, cutesy owls were, like, really trendy. Mm-hmm. She was like, my mom won't let me buy anything with owls on it because she says owls are a symbol of death. And I was huh. like, how interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Owls are kind of spooky. And, you know, they're a night bird. Mm-hmm. And they're a bird of prey. Right. And, and they sound like ghosts. There you go. But that works. Yeah. It's interesting because of the way I think we see owls in the West tends to be much more out of Greek, you know, Mm -hmm. culture where it's associated with wisdom or like Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Owl. I remember when growing up, there was a, a house near mine that really liked owls and like owls were really popular in macrame and stuff mm-hmm. for a while and so they had a ton of owls all over their house yeah a kurdish person probably wouldn't go in that house probably not i was trying to think are there other animals that are like that i mean to call someone else a donkey in kurdish is oh. like one of the worst insults the that worst you could possibly possible give. insult but i think with a very different connotation to the english equivalent yeah. Of calling someone a donkey. Like, it's a little less of a fool and right. more, of, more a of like deliberate evil. Right. Or even like the lowest of low, low, low class. Like, mm-hmm. you're questioning your parentage to some yes. extent. Yes. I can't think of any other animals. Well, they really like lions as well. You know, that whole idea of lions as power. No, I don't think I ever really? ran into that one. I learned that because um, I had a student whose name meant heart, but also lion. Huh. And she was like, yeah, my parents wanted me to be loving, but also courageous. And so they named me this. And I now Variation. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, it was like. Kind kind of like the heart of a lion, but mm-hmm. not quite. Which I thought was pretty cool. That is cool. Um, oh, spiders. You don't kill spiders. That was the other one. Oh, I never abided by that rule. I don't think we had very many spiders in Suli. We had spiders in hook, And my students, whenever they would see one, would like point it out, thinking that I would like freak out about the spider. Yeah. Or that I would kill happen. the spider, and then, then they could yell at me for killing the spider. <laughs> Um, but you were too smart for them. I was. And so I would just catch the spider and, like, take it outside and drop it outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess spiders, there's this legend that Muhammad was being pursued and he hid in a cave. And yes. the spiders spun a web over the cave. And so whoever When the people was, are chasing Muhammad, right. we're like, oh, he couldn't have gone in there because of all the spider the webs. Spider webs. Um, so you don't kill spiders. Which I learned pretty, pretty early on. I think someone warned me about that. Yeah. They still get freaked out by them, though. They're mm-hmm. still like, ah, spiders! I mean, they're creepy and crawly. Yeah. Other insect birds, life. birds, I don't mind spiders. Oh. <laughs> You're weird. That's true. Um, we did have the occasional cockroach. Yep. 
usually after we'd been out of the house for a couple of weeks or Mm -hmm. a summer, you know, they'd come up the drains or whatever. But not usually too bad. Not too many things like crickets or... And as far as spiders go, like, they were all small spiders. There are camel spiders in Iraq, the really big ones. I never saw one. But they don't... Like, they're not usually up as far as where we lived. They're Mm -hmm. more in the south. Mm -hmm. Um... There were scorpions, Mm -hmm. but mostly only out under rocks in the mountains. Right. And snakes out there, too. Right. We had some friends that had mice in their house. Mm. A really bad mice problem. Yeah. We had mice and rats at different points. I know some people who threw rats off their roof. They bounce. Oh. And carry on? Yes. Not just, like, bouncing down the street? Yeah. They, They bounce, land, run off. Having survived. Yikes. But yes, there were many, many different avenues of attack made on the mice and the rats Mm -hmm. in a couple of different houses Mm -hmm. I knew of. Including stomping. Including stomping. Which is a story I don't really want to get into because it's gross. It is gross. Um, But but there's a certain point where the, the rats continue to poop all over your dishes and eat your food and you can't catch them in regular traps and you happen to find a way to catch one in under your boot. You got you, you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do to protect your family. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I ever lived anywhere that had mice. Yeah. Mosquitoes. That's pretty much it. Oh yeah, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes in De Hook could be really bad. Yeah. Cuz that's it's the only very place wet. I really got bit by mosquitoes was in De Hook. Yeah, they didn't have be, so much trouble with that. So they could be really really bad. We did discover if you lived in a fourth floor or higher apartment you escaped the mosquitoes because they can't fly that high. Oh, really? Yep. It's a reason to live higher up. Yep. And, you know, the exercise. Because you're not going to take that elevator if the power might go right? out. Right? <laughs> For real. Oh, I know. I was going to tell the story of my student who had a pet squirrel. Oh, right. <laughs> because there was a part, I know, in Suli, under the bazaar, in the bazaar, under mm-hmm. this bridge, where you could buy birds and squirrels sometimes and a whole host of other random unusual animals right of occasionally unknown origin origin yeah well i mean all of unknown origin but right. of unknown parentage sure like this is some form of rodent maybe i don't know what it is uh we had a science fair at school i think it was my I think it was my second year in Howler. And I guess it was also a show and tell or just like it was Science not fairs are show and tell. Right. It was not super organized like every class, every two people are doing this thing. It was like science teachers have your kids do something sciency. It's fairly early on. I think they've gotten better. Yes. And this kid showed up to school with a squirrel in a cage, but then he also put it on, like, a chain. Not, mm-hmm. like, a heavy chain, a fairly fine chain. Like a chain. little leash. Yeah, and, like, had it out and, like, climbed. And it was the most stressed-out squirrel I have ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Like, I know squirrels in the U.S. seem like they're super stressed out. This squirrel was just, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it lived very long after that because he had to keep it in a cage. Like, you can't 
squirrels are not a thing that exists there. And so it was like an exotic pet. I just told people in the U.S. about it and I was like, there you go. There's your next business. Exporting squirrels. Selling them as pets in Kurdistan. That's no good. Well, you know, people like Dave who really hate squirrels. <laughs> I suppose. We're just, we're just hating on all the animals <laughs> today, aren't we? I really do like animals. Oh, man. <laughs> the most stressed out animal I ever saw was, was a bear, actually, mm-hmm. who was part of an Iranian circus that came through. Hmm. And... We all, like, they, you know, bring out the bear to, like, do some tricks. And we're all like, it kind of makes me want to cry. Like, this isn't funny. I mean, the rest of the circus was great. Mm -hmm. Like, the the acrobats and everything that they had going was fascinating. But the exhibit of the bear? Exhibition. Exhibition? I don't know. It was just really sad. We felt sad for the bear. See, we told you, we told you, this was not going to be a warm, fuzzy podcast about puppies and kittens. Oh. Sorry. There's not really a warm, fuzzy mindset to most animals in Kurdistan. Yeah. Because they're either working animals, or if they are for pleasure, they're birds. And birds should not be kept in cages. (laughs) They're not snuggly. Although, I will say, several different households that I went into that had birds had like an atrium room Mm -hmm. and so the birds could fly around and it was a little bit more natural yeah so there's definitely a lot more space given to birds there right they're not cruel to the birds it just there's the benefit of the doubt sometimes the birds got to be free and fly around You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram or on our website at servantgroup.org. Yeah, and if you have a question that we haven't answered yet, send us an email or Facebook message. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I will never understand the fascination with birds as pets. (laughs) That's okay, Hannah. You don't have to live with them.